Welcome back to the Better Than Yesterday podcast. I'm your host, Angelo Kelly. On this week's episode, my guest is Steve Satinino. I connected with Steve probably a week and a half ago. He had an old teammate on his podcast, the Grabbing Life by the Balls podcast, which I thought was absolutely hilarious when I saw that, and we definitely get into that on the show. But he had an old teammate on, started listening to it, and there was just something about Steve that I knew I had to connect with him. I knew I had to bring him on the show because he, even though he is just getting started, he just has a presence about him on the microphone. He really says whatever he wants and he's not afraid to fail. He's not afraid to look stupid. And that's such a trait that I admire, especially someone just getting started. Immediately when I got off the phone with him the first time, I was like, wow, this sounds like the 20 year old version of myself. So it was just cool to connect with Steve. I will shoot it over to the interview. There's some highs, there's some lows, good times, bad times, everything in between. So I know you guys are gonna love this one. All right, take two. We are hopefully live this time. Steve Satinino, thank you for joining me on the podcast this week. Thank you for having me, man. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, so we just uh, we lost about five minutes, unfortunately. <laughs> we'll try to pick back up. I think we'll I think we'll be all right. Yeah, technology sometimes. It's a blessing yeah. and a curse sometimes. I know these Zoom things. I did uh, one podcast uh, in person in the last like four or five months. It sucks. I miss that personal connection, you know, just sitting yeah, sitting across yeah. from somebody and, and really diving in. Uh, yeah, I never really did that yet. Sit, like, actually sit down and, like, I've only done, like, the Zoom meeting because, like, I really started picking it up, my podcast, during quarantine. Well, that's dope that you started. Like, dude, this is the perfect time. You have to start yeah. right now. Exactly. It's about coming out of the quarantine kind of better than you went in. And because uh, a lot of things got put on hold and that gave people time to kind of see what really makes them tick. You know what I mean? Instead of going to that job or doing their normal schedule every day, it was like, all right, everything was put on hold. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> Let's start there. So you're in school right now. Wait, you're a junior, right? Yeah, um, I'm going to be a senior actually this year. Okay. I'm getting old. Yeah, it's, it's – uh, it's, You're out. <laughs> yeah, dude, I've been out for a while it feels like. So what was – what's it like when you, you know, you find out the news that – your well first of all baseball season got canceled mm -hmm. and then did you guys get sent home like what happened with that uh so we kind of we heard about the coronavirus happening obviously and the couple weeks leading up to even them telling us that the season might be canceled like we just kind of saw baseball practices were just getting shorter and uh like the whole atmosphere was kind of changing because people on the other teams were talking about oh, their seasons might get canceled and stuff like that. So I came around like, uh, like beginning, of, beginning, beginning of March and it was like 7 a.m. and our coach told us uh, we have a meeting on the baseball field at 7 o'clock in the morning for some reason. Okay, so we go out there. Uh, yeah, you don't, you don't know Coach Renaro, right? You know I, met, I met him briefly, but I haven't played for him or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. He's a super nice guy. I love him. But uh, yeah, he told us to come out there at 7 a.m. He's like, so uh, obviously you guys have heard coronavirus happening. Uh, 
and season's just not happening. So right there, it was like a punch in the gut because everything that we've kind of been working all off season for, it's like, all right, that's it. It just went completely out the window. And especially me, I'm somebody, I'm, I'm one of the guys that like kind of, I'm, I try to put in extra hours because like, I want, I want to see his win out there. And it, it can it kind it was gut punch, but you worked through it. Yeah. I can't, I can't imagine like when, so when I was in school, baseball was the only thing that I cared about and yeah. getting that cut short. Like I, I just can't imagine because like I trained for it all winter and then all spring it's like, what like I'm circling the games on the schedule not like what classes I have or what presentations I have to do so do you feel like you your perspective has changed at all just uh like on school or on baseball when when something gets taken from you like that you know man like this is something that has been on my mind you just brought it up like probably even when I finished my my sophomore year of of like college baseball it's like I'm only getting I'm only getting older, man. And baseball, although it can be a part of my life forever, it's not gonna be necessarily a competitive thing that I'm gonna be doing always. Like I'm not gonna be going to the MLB and stuff like that. I'm starting to realize that. So uh it kind of got to a point like I'm spending so much time in the gym at practice, putting in the extra reps and everything. And it's not that I don't want to do that. That's the thing. I'm so passionate that I'd rather be in the gym for three hours than go and doing some, some other nonsense or be in, be in class. Like, even if I'm not pitching that day, like I'm a pitcher, if I'm not pitching that day, I'm going to tell my coach, like, hey, I'm, gonna, I'm coming on the bus. I'm going to skip out class <laughs> a little bit. No, because, like, I, I, that was me. I, I didn't want to be in class because I wanted to be out in the field with my friends and having fun and being in that atmosphere. But it's getting to a point where it's not always going to be there. And I got to start taking that passion and that energy and start putting it into other things in my life. And this Corona break, I guess you can call it, it kind of made me realize that the most because just like that, like it can end. And after this next year playing, it is going to end like that. So really just finding where I can put my passion and energy into besides baseball. So, All right. Quick question off topic. I've always wanted to ask a pitcher this, but never got the chance. What's it like when you're not pitching? Like, do you even care? Like, <laughs> like you show up in, in your turfs, like you're not throwing. What's it like going into the game where there is zero possibility of, that you're playing that day? Um, beginning, of, I got to say, there, it, I get split into two halves. Beginning of the game, like first four innings, it's like – my mind is in it like I am going into the game. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see signs. I'm trying to analyze hitters' swings and stuff like that. I'm trying to see what the zone of the umpire is like. Because then you that's, – that's information that you can pass on to other people throughout the game and stuff like that. But then about halfway through the game, you kind of realize, all right, I'm kind of just I'm chilling. Right, I'm chilling right now. So that's when I definitely sit on the bench and I kick my feet up and I just start uh, – I started messing around a little bit, but it's okay. It's a, it's the ballpark vibes, right? Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like I never got a chance to, to play like that. Like I've always been, you know, either in the game or like yeah. there's a possibility that I'm going to pitch it. Field, right? I was outfield. I outfield, played right field. Yeah. 
Okay, okay. Yeah, so like every game I'm going in with the intention that I'm playing all nine innings. And yeah. you like th- there's some days where it's like there is zero possibility of you pl- getting in this game. None. And I just can't imagine that feeling. Yeah, I, honestly it's like I kind of like it cuz you you get the you get all the atmosphere and all the energy. Uh and it's not, it's it's not even that you don't even have to be there cuz I'm I it's definitely I feel like those games that you definitely are not going in, you have to be there more than the days that you might be going in. Because if you're if you show up to the field and from the start you know you're not going in and you have that mentality like, oh I'm just gonna goof around and do whatever and da 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 it brings the whole energy of the dugout down and it brings people that are going in the game, it kinda takes their mind out of it. So at least when I show up to the field, like I try to keep myself in it and keep other people in it that might not even playing as well. At least for the first half of the game, because the first half of the game really sets the pace for the rest of the day really yeah I'm thinking as you're talking I'm thinking of baseball is a lot of parallel to creativity so there's some times where you know in baseball you might not be playing or when you're doing something creative that you don't think you have it that day but there is always a chance like there's always something that you could be doing that, mm. that even if it's not a big thing you're not putting out a podcast or you're not doing something productive what signs are you trying to steal or what are you getting from something that's going to lead down the road? Yeah. Like what connection are you making with somebody? I think that's, yeah, a, exactly. that's really cool. And, and anyone who plays baseball knows how many parallels there are to life mm. just through the game. Yeah. Not all the time. It's like, it's not all the time you're going to be able to actually do something. And like that baseball has taught me a lot in that aspect because as a pitcher, sometimes I don't, I don't even have a chance to make an impact in the game. But if I can somehow bring the energy in the dugout to the people that are doing stuff in the game, at that point I still have some sort of some sort of like impact. I can I can push guys to to either stop worrying about the their last at bat where they struck out or they missed a ground ball or something. If I can somehow get their mind back into producing, and it's the same thing. You're not always going to be able to uh, exactly do something at that moment in life, like, uh, like, all right, I'm both of us are starting a podcast. We can, I can sit here. We can sit here an entire day and bang out 15 episodes, right? Get 15 people, different people on. That doesn't mean anything. That's gonna, I mean, it doesn't really mean anything because we did it one day. It's about the consistency, the, 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 all right, once a week, I'm going to be doing this and the compound effect over time. You know what I mean? That's what builds. And even if you can't be there in every single game, learning on the side, trying to, trying to help somebody else here, making those connections, like you said, collaborating. That's, where I, that's, that's what, honestly, baseball taught me the most. One of my favorite quotes is uh, by Gretchen Rubin, and it's, what you do every day matters more than what you do once in a while. Mm-hmm. So we all get that, you know, you get that sudden burst of motivation where you want to start a podcast and you're, you're like, let's get episode one, two, three out. And then I see it with a ton of people. And I want to encourage you to just keep going because there's yeah. so many people who are going to start. They might be better than you. They might have better guests. They might sound better. They might just be more organized, but they quit. They, yeah. For whatever reason, they quit. And I think um, if you can just keep pushing every single day, that's, mm-hmm. what, 
that's what makes you great. It's not doing, it's not doing a bunch of great things at one time. It's about doing sustained effort that you can manage long-term. So what, uh, you sit down to do a podcast with Jay, what's, uh, what's going through your mind when you hit record the first time? Like what makes you (laughs) want to do that? What made me want to even get into the field of podcasting Literally, me and Jay, Jay Crawford, we were just sitting in our dorm room. We were watching Joe Rogan, and we were laughing our balls off. And uh, I, like, I literally paused the, 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 uh, the podcast, and I looked at it. I was, like, I was like, we should do this. Like, Joe Rogan is sitting down here. He has interesting-ass people on all the time. He has good conversation. He has who he wants on. And he just talks to them, man. And, like, that's what – we do this all the time. We do this, like – we come home, we, we, we come back for lunch. We're sitting here for two hours. We're just talking. And that's what it is basically. And to use, when we, all right, I'll get back to the question, but when we sat down and just clicked record, man, it was the funniest thing in the world because we literally clicked record, sat down and it was just like a pause. Like, okay, what are we talking about? <laughs> but like, that's, that was the whole thing. We just had to sit down and actually start. And then over the pe- next few weeks, we, we started recording more. I asked some of the, uh, I asked my room, my other roommate, Joe Poma to come on a few other of our teammates and stuff like that. So it kind of started getting, I guess, like my, uh, little circle in and it was fun to do for a little while with everybody, but, uh, it was fun starting, dude. Yeah. You, you got to laugh at yourself and everybody, you got to start somewhere. Everybody's going to start somewhere. You're not going to be you're not going to pick up a golf club tomorrow and be the next Tiger Woods. You got to start somewhere. That's where, that's where, that's where I was thinking about it. I was like, if I'm, if this is something that I'm genuinely interested in, I might as well sit down, press record, get better at it as I go. And in two, five years, if nothing comes out of it, nothing comes out of it. But in, I know I put that time, this two to five years in, I tried, man. And I'm going to enjoy myself while I do it. That's all that matters. Yeah. And I, I listened to uh, your rebranding episode. So I'll get your podcast. I'll let you plug that at the end. But I listened to your rebrand episode for Grabbing Life by the Balls. And you're hilarious on the mic. Like, you just say whatever. And you were talking about my podcast and you couldn't remember. And I'm just hearing, yeah, you like, oh, what the fuck is it? What the fuck? And you're like, oh, I'm still recording. And it was so funny to me that you kept that in because so many people would would delete that and be like, ah, oh, no, I got to restart. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like I'll, I'll be like, Oh, I can't use that. It doesn't sound right. It's not perfect. Yeah. So where does that mindset come in that you're just like, you know what? I'm not afraid of sucking. I'm not afraid of looking dumb. Um, my mindset with that, listen, like I was not going to lie back in the day, I was kind of somebody that, uh, that filtered kind of who I was depending on who I was around and, and stuff like that. And it's not good when you do that because then you don't form genuine relationships and people don't know the genuine you, you know what I mean? And so I rather be unfiltered, my entire person be unfiltered. And then for the people that don't like me, the people that don't like what I'm saying, or they don't like the podcast or they don't want to be friends with me. That's the universe saying like, that's the universe just doing the buffer zone. You know what I mean? Itself. Because as long as I know I'm being my genuine person, I'm going to put me out there, man. See what comes back. And dude, you, you got one life to live. And at, at least that's what everybody 
well, that's all we know. We have one life to live so far. And I'm going to, I'm going to live my life and just put me out there. And if it's me on the, on the mic messing up saying, fuck, I, I'm, I'm still recording. I forgot. I'm going to put it out there because I did. I forgot that I was recording. I'm just doing me. <laughs> and you don't even know, like for, you probably didn't know at the time, but that's motivating for me. Like I see that and I'm like, <laughs> damn, Steve is just doing whatever. He doesn't care. And then I'm like, you know what? I got to bring that in. Like I got to yeah. do my, do my stuff. And, and if I fuck up, who cares? Like It doesn't, it because realistically, what does it matter? And like, all right, we're going to be doing, I say, I say for my podcast, I'm going to try the podcasting thing out for like two, five years. In those two to five years, I'm going to be me. And if it's going to, first couple episodes, if I fuck up and I forget that I'm recording and I say some stupid thing on mic, like in five years, I'm going to look back and I'm just going to laugh at myself and it's going to be a good story to tell my kids. Yeah. Just like going after it. Like you weren't afraid. And I think about that too. Like if I have kids one day to tell them like you can do whatever you want in life, but if I'm sitting at an office, just hating every single day, like how am I supposed to look my kid in the eye? Yeah. You got to walk the walk, man. And like, that's, that's honestly, all right. My, my cousin just had a kid of his own and, uh, my like best, my best friend's older brother, he honestly like family, a family to me. They're both like brothers to me. Um, they just had kids and like just being around their kids being so young and like actually having some sort of a, like an impact, like, like the kids listen to you a hundred percent. They listen to you. They learn things from you, everybody, they're sponges. And to realize that one day I'm going to have my own kids and I'm going to have to fill that sponge with whatever I have. I'm going to, I want it to be like, I don't want to have to tell them to do something. I want them to just go and attack everything that that they do. And if I'm going to go tell them that I got to start doing that myself. So it's like, it really just comes from saying, fuck it. Like, what do you have to lose? Like being yourself, putting yourself out there, being genuine and, and really just like putting your energy into the passion that you want instead of putting all your energy into going to get some job that sucks. Like you were in Vanguard and you hated it. I, I, it was probably good money, but if you're unhappy, was the money worth it? Yeah, exactly. Do, you, do you, Are your parents supportive or like who, who first got you into like, you know, fuck it mode? <laughs> like who taught you that? Um, Honestly, I don't even know. That's a, who really got me into fuck it mode. My parents, both, uh, my dad thinks what I'm doing is a waste of time if I'm not making money doing it. And honestly, in a way, I agree with him because I'm not making money doing it. But at the same time, I'm having fun doing it and I'm getting enjoyment out of myself. So that's kind of a currency to me. Um, but my mom has been so supportive. She's definitely been brutally honest to me too in the past, but you need that. You need people to be brutally honest with you. Um, but fuck it mode. Honestly, I think my brother, man, my brother really, he was, he was somebody when he was, when he was still around, like he didn't care. Like he was his person. And if you didn't like him, he didn't care. Like he'll sit there and look you right in the eyes and say, I don't like, if you don't like me, leave, like get out walk away from me or he'll walk away. Like he, that was, that was his persona. Just fuck it, man. And that's kind of where I got it from. But 
doing stuff on the online space, like the podcast, trying to get my training certificate and honestly just trying to juggle as many plates as I can of the things that I'm interested in to try to make money off of them. I might as well do that than saying fuck it and going to the beach and getting drunk every single day. Cause that's a different kind of fuck it. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah. It's the positive. So, so you mentioned your brother, um, you lost him your senior year of high school. Is that right? Yeah. Senior year of high school. Uh, what, what were you thinking during that time? I can't imagine I haven't lost anyone close to me. So I'm sure that was, that was just a really hard time. Yeah, totally. Totally. Um, that time coming out of high school, graduating, uh, my brother just passing away, Dave, rest his soul. Um, but it was just a time of just complete transition. Like my entire world got flipped upside down in a way because I was just coming out of high school, graduating. He passed away. My entire family dynamic changed. Then a few months later, I had to move into school completely new atmosphere, different state, different friends. Like I didn't, I didn't know anybody, I didn't know nothing. And I'm still, I'm still trying to go in there and make the best out of it, but still, still trying to dig myself out of that like hole of depression that I'm honestly just starting to get to the surface now. And uh, it's been, dude, it's been, it's been a journey, but I feel like at those times when, uh, bricks get thrown at you in life it's when that that's what the universe is trying to really see what you're made of you know what i mean because i could have definitely took the easier way, way out it's it was the most change like change experience i've ever felt in my life and probably some of the biggest change anybody will feel in their life i can't speak for anybody else but that's just what i imagine because i just remember my situation but it's like i could have took the easy road out and continued down that bad path, failed out of school, came home, get some stupid job. And I'd be in a completely different place. I would now. And it got to a point where I had to really sit back and reflect on the choices that I was making in my life at that moment, because I knew I was struggling and like being, being a psychology major, I learned about this stuff in school. So I, I got to say that kind of helped me realize the things that the choices that I was making, but Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in it, man, I can't, it's just hard to, to even describe like the feeling since I don't know, know what that's like, but when you're in it, I imagine that's, it's like the darkest time and you can't, you can't pull yourself out of it no yeah. matter what you do. Yeah. Cause my, my, you know, my big brother, he was my best friend. Like I went to him for everything, man. And like, Obviously I have my parents and stuff and like, you got to talk to your parents, but I talk, I went to my brother for everything, everything. Like I, I rather go to my brother for, for things over my parents. And then to have that, like, just like ripped out from under my feet. It was tough, man. It was real tough. So what would you go back and tell yourself if, uh, if you could say anything to yourself during that time, what would you tell yourself? Um, it's going to be okay. Literally. It's going to be okay. Because at that time I, before, before my mindsets really started to shift, like I, I didn't even think about anything else besides like not caring about what I was doing. I didn't want to be in school. I didn't, 
honestly, I probably, I self-sabotaged myself so much my first year into a college because like I just was not interested in making friends and I was not interested in the people that I was around and stuff because of just all the shit that I was going on in my life. I was kind of just mute, not even mute, but like I was just not myself. And, uh, and yeah, it was uh, just, it's going to be okay because I think I had to go through that. I think I had to go through it. That's what it is. Because if I didn't go through it, I wouldn't be where I, where I am right now. Fuck, man. That's, that's powerful. And, you know, even something as simple as it's going to be okay. It's fine. Like telling yeah, yourself like, that. It's fine. Like, it's fine. And just reflect on what you're doing. Like, I didn't get, I didn't ask to get dealt the, uh, these hand of cards. But I still got to, I still got to make, make do with the cards I got dealt. And I got to make the most out of it right now. That's what I would tell myself if I could. That's awesome advice. So your psychology major in school, what, uh, what's that experience been like, you know, just on this path? Cause I can imagine, you know, you're listening to Gary V and he's saying, fuck school. And then you're also like, I want to get my degree. I want to keep advancing myself. So talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. So it's not that I, I hate school, first of all, but it's the whole, it's, it's not that I hate learning. I just think that in this generation, people sell themselves shorts by not taking advantage of all the information online. And see, as somebody like myself, you, a few other people that have like our kind of like growth-oriented mindset trying to go and attack the world in our own, in our own way, you have to be able to... I'm sorry. What was the question? <laughs> Just like psychology. So Psycho like, okay, so, psychology. so like what's school been like when you're yeah, yeah. kind of on this creative path? Are you, uh, you know, is it tough to stay engaged or are you kind of just motivating yourself? Um, it's not tough to stay engaged, but it's like, I have, I'm not interested in school because I'm getting so much more out of talking to guys like you than going to listen to a teacher. Although I definitely need my degree and stuff like that. Going to school, good for people that want to have some structure and have some of that. I definitely needed it coming in. I think it's good, but psychology, I wouldn't be able to learn it, learn it anywhere else besides school. It's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's kind of weird because I hated school at one point. I still hate school, but... I like a different kind of school now, if, if you know what I mean. Like listening to, listening to Gary Vee and stuff like that. In a way, that's kind of like school. It's learning how to change your perspective about things and ask the right questions and teaching you where to even get the right answers. And that's where, that's what half of it is. And school is kind of just giving you the bare bones of it all. You know what I mean? And it's not, it's not interesting to me, school. <laughs> The whole learning thing has, has definitely shifted probably in the last, you know, 10, 15 years. Cause if, if you look back on our parents, like, you know, you get a degree if you want to have a good job, like that's just how yeah, it is. But exactly. we're watching people make millions playing Fortnite. Yeah. Like your parents probably told you when you were younger, like get outside, like stop playing video games. And now that's a job. Like these yeah. kids are basically in training. It's a shift in perspective. It's a shift in perspective. And now that 
And dude, we're in the 21st century. Like we have all the information at the, like it literally in our fingertips. So it's not, it's not even the problem of going to school necessarily to get the information. The information's out there. It's your perspective on do I, is this something that I want? Is, is it something that I'm going to go out and try to acquire basically? Because I, I mean, I go to school, like I, I, I suck at taking notes and stuff. So when I go to school, I literally just sit in class. I don't bring a book or anything. I sit there and listen. And since I, I'm an auditory learner for some reason, and like my teachers think that I'm crazy for doing that. But since I stopped taking notes, my grades like shot up, dude, hundred percent. But, um, it's, it, it is that perspective shift, shift because it's, it's not if you can go to school or not, or what, what do you want to study necessarily? It's about finding what you're genuinely interested in and then finding out more knowledge about it. And you have all the knowledge right here and you're in, in this little thing right here, everything in the world is on it. And people, people forget that people use it for, all right, let me take pictures of myself and try to get mad likes on Instagram. And, uh, you know what I mean? So what are you telling somebody who, you know, they're sitting in class, they're just like, I hate school, don't know what to do. What's uh, one resource that you could give to somebody? Uh, one resource that I can give? Finding people that have a voice in what you want to do and literally just following them, listening to their voice and listening to what they have to say and kind of trying to use them as a mentor. Because even though I... I've never met Gary Vaynerchuk in my entire life. He doesn't even know who I am. I'm a nobody. In a way, though, with the, all the content that he's been putting out like that, he's been kind of a mentor to me. Dude, you starting a podcast, I've been, the past couple of weeks, I'd consider you some more of a mentor. I've been learning from you. Like, it's about collaborating on things. And somebody that's sitting in class right now that sucks, that, 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 that not doesn't suck but the class sucks hates, yeah <laughs> class sucks that they hate school uh learn what you got to learn get decent grades but don't kill yourself and don't put yourself in a hole trying to get good grades because all it is is for a piece of paper what really is going to make you is what you have in your head and the only thing is that is growing your knowledge self-educating yourself about different things because you can only learn so much from one, two, three, how many, however many teachers you go through, you go through school with, you know what I mean? It's about adding on top. So when I got off the call with you on Tuesday, I was like, damn, Steve is like a 21 year old version of me. Like this is, <laughs> you're on the path that I'm on now. You just started earlier. Like when I was in school, when I'm 20, 21, I'm like, I need to get good grades because that's going to get me a good job and I'm going to, I'm going to make a lot of money. And I graduated, you know, I had a really good GPA, like cum laude, whatever. <laughs> no one has ever asked me what my GPA is. No one's ever asked exactly. me what I got on that paper that I did in econ policy seminar. Yeah. No one cares. You know what? All right. This is my mindset shift in this, right? I did a, uh, I did a like research proposal for, uh, research methods in psychology, right? It was 30 pages long. I spent months writing this thing. Did it, got a good grade on it. I got like a, I think it was A minus I got on it. After I handed it in, nobody ever asked me about it again. Nobody, 
Nobody asked what I got on it. Nobody asked my, what I got, my grade in that class. But people asked me like, yo, what are you, uh, what are you doing with your podcast? That's cool to talk about. That's something that I'm doing myself. That's something that I thought about and I'm creating and stuff like that. Self-educating myself about. Have you got any hate on your podcast? Like, have you got anyone who's told you that they don't like it or you're not good? Um, no, I got to say, though, a few. Eh, no, I wasn't even about the podcast. No, honestly, I haven't really got that much hate on it. The reason I ask that is because. Do you, so my, you get hate on yours? No. But good, good. so, okay, so you got to hear the story. So my mom wanted to start a YouTube channel. She's 48 years old, 47 at the time. And she's like, I want to start a YouTube channel, but I don't want to have haters. And I said to her, I was like, you're not going to have haters. You're not good. Like you need to be good at something to have haters. haters. And she started a YouTube and she's been doing it every week for the last year and a half, which is absolutely insane to me. And it's so motivating to me that one thing I said to her that stuck with her. And she took that like, Oh, you know what? I'm not going to have haters. And she's been like, she's been trying to get haters and she'll get like a thumbs down on her video. And she's like, yeah, I'm doing good. See, Yep. I, that's, that's what I've been thinking about. I said, until somebody really starts attacking me for what I'm doing, that's when I know I'm going to start getting good at it because that's jealousy speaking from the other person. My mom just chimed in and said she has two haters so far. She has two haters. <laughs> it's so You're lucky. She tell her she's lucky. Yeah, exactly. I want some haters. Yeah, but like you just have to, you just have to keep doing it to, to even like it's, it's not about haters. It doesn't fucking matter who, yeah. who cares. But like, there's gonna be people who are going to reach out to you. I'm sure they already have and said, Steve, I love what you're doing, man. I wish I could do that. Or I want to yeah. start because of you. Yeah. And that's, and that's like, that's like the whole thing too. Like right now my audience is like tiny, tiny, tiny audience. But once in a while I do get somebody, even if like, honestly, it comes, it comes when I don't even post something that day. It comes after like somebody might come across like one of my podcasts and they listen to it and they actually, they send me a DM. They're like, yo, what you guys like me and awesome when me and awesome did it. I had like a few, a few couple people. I had a few couple people dm me about it saying like yo you guys were talking about like real stuff like your mindset is is like next level and like my friend my friend oliver i ended up doing uh the my first one with him actually it was on youtube i don't think it's on apple Podcasts, but he like got wind that i was doing a podcast and it inspired him he was like dude this is something that i can like i'd like to do like and i got him to start doing his podcast i helped him uh start I helped him with the YouTube the downloads and I literally helped him like build it up from the from the ground a little bit now he's like he's doing good with it now hell yeah but it's inspiring man it's inspiring to to see that people hear people are hearing and the people that are listening it's it's sticking with them a little bit that's inspiring yeah and dude it doesn't matter if, if you get five downloads if you get 50 if you get 500,000 yeah if you get one person that you're making an impact on, I think that's worth it. And to me, that keeps me going. I hope, I hope you're the same way that you're chasing that one DM that says you've changed my mind. Like that's what it's about. Totally. That's it. It's the little things, the little things. So, uh, yeah, I was just going to say like, is there anything 
your first podcast, would you change anything or are you like, nah, I love that. I love that I, that I wasn't good or that I did it, did it no, this way. I, I, no, I love the way that I even started, man, because now that I look back, I still have like the early, early videos of me and Jay just sitting there staring at each other, basically. <laughs> and yeah, I watch it. I'm like, oh my God, this is so awful. But I was talking, I was talking to Ace and he's like, same thing. He started um, his whole health and wellness, Ace grind and everything. His first workouts, he's not proud of them. They weren't, they weren't that great. It got people sweating, obviously, but they weren't that great. But it's that you got to start somewhere. And when, hopefully, when I, when I do make it, I'll be able to look back and, and it'll be hilarious. And maybe when I do have 500 episodes out or something, 1,000 episodes like Joe Rogan, what is he up to, like 15 or something? Yeah, something wild. Yeah, when I get up there, I'm going to be like, okay, early releases. <laughs> and then yeah. everybody's just going to laugh at me. And I'm going to love it because I'm going to be <laughs> laughing with them. <laughs> yeah it's awesome that you you have to do it and it's gonna suck in the beginning yeah. like that's what dude i'm 50 this will be 52 i think at 51 i'm like i'm still messing stuff yeah. up i still don't like the way it sounds and and you're never gonna be like i don't think there's ever a point i'm sure joe rogan like criticizes himself and is like oh i shouldn't have said that like Probably. there is there's no end game i think that's the coolest part about chasing something that's creative is you're never done. There's always yeah. something that you can change or do better. And we're all just chasing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, uh, he even said, like he even said, I think Joe Rogan said it on one of his podcasts, but, uh, like basically what we're doing here, we're just free balling, man. It's genuine. That's what it is. It's, it's, it's a good genuine conversation collaborating on bigger questions about the world and stuff like that bigger questions about ourselves and stuff like that. And uh, it's hard freeballing sometimes. We're not always going to say the right thing. We might say something completely wrong, but it's, it's off my mind. Right? It's, I'm, I'm, we're just talking. That's all it is. And we make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's yeah. perfect. And right now, dude, I'm no expert. I didn't even graduate college yet. Like I'm no expert in anything. Nobody should be listening to me. <laughs> <laughs> dude, I think – you're the pe you're the person people should be listening to because you're saying you're s the people who are telling you that you should be listening to me. They're the people that you're like, no, I don't want to listen to you. The people who are like, who am I? I'm not smart enough or I, I don't have enough value. They're the people that you're going to get value from. Like they're the people who are going to grow and who are always saying, I want to learn. I want to get better. Yeah. Like that's just, yeah. I think anytime people think they have it figured out or they did it perfect that's where you gotta, you gotta be careful to those people. Yeah, man. It's about growing, trying to grow constantly. And it's like most of the, most of the, most of life is the whole journey. Like hopefully I never reach my goals because then I'd, I'd always been a constant growth process. And when you're in a growth process, you have a feeling of purpose. And that's like, that's a lot, man. Feeling a purpose in life. Not a lot of people feel a purpose. Damn. I don't think you can say anything more powerful than that. So where can, where can people find your podcast now? Um, my podcast is on Apple, Apple podcasts right now. You can type in grabbing life by the balls pod. It's on there. It's on Spotify. It's on Google podcasts, anywhere you get your podcasts. I'm um, on Instagram as well. It's uh, at, 
grabbing life by the balls pod, I believe. Hold on, let me check. <laughs> I just rebranded. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> where'd the name come from? Where the where'd you decide that? Um. Okay, so I did have a podcast I was doing. It was Evolving Minds podcast, and it's basically the same sort of thing. But there was somebody I was. You were actually talking about before when somebody, uh, like somebody that might be really good at it, and they just stop do. Uh, they just stop doing it, right? For for like they as they lose interest or whatever. But I was looking online. I was looking for a podcast name. I got Evolving Minds podcast because there was this other kid that had it, but he didn't post anything since 2016. So I was like, okay, it's kind of, this is kind of like the, the theme of my podcast sort of. So like, all right, he hasn't really put anything out. Maybe he's just not going to do it anymore. As soon as I started posting, he started posting again. <laughs> so I guess I kind of lit a fire under his ass saying, let's go. But uh, I didn't want any confusion that way. So I was like, shit, I got to, I got to think of something new. And uh, I was like, I was kind of sitting there and th- trying to think of a new name. And back in the day, I forgot who sent me it, but somebody sent me like a, like just a, like a picture. It was like a sunset and it had words, just a like grab, grab today by the balls. And it was a while when I was, when I was going through all this stuff with my brother and transition, everything. And that's where I really thought about like, cause you have to, if you want to be anybody, if you want to do anything in the world, if you want to really attack your goals, like you have to grab every day by the balls. So like you have to grab your life by the balls. And although I'm playing baseball in school and, going to school and trying to get a job to make some money. Like I want to grab my life by the balls and I'm going to put my passions and my, I'm going to put my energy into my passions and stuff like that. Talking to interesting people like yourself, like nobody does this anymore, man. This is what I love. (laughs) And uh, yeah, that's where I came from. That's awesome, brother. Some little picture that I got a while just popped into my head and I thought it was just right. That's awesome, dude. I will get everything linked up in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on today. This was yeah, an was absolute a, blast. Yeah, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you for having me. Once again, thanks so much to Steve for coming on the show. That was just such a fun interview we had together. I felt like we had really good chemistry. I will hopefully be on his podcast in the next week here, so I'm excited to to you know share my story and see what he has to come up with. So I will definitely link that when uh on my instagram when that happens make sure to head over to steve's instagram now it's steve underscore satinino that's s-a-t-t-a-n-i-n-o and you can check out his grabbing life by the balls pod let me pull that up here that is just grabbing life by the balls pod p-o-d all one word on instagram and you can follow him He's starting to do some content there. So I'm just really fortunate to be having conversations like this. This is literally the reason why I started it is to just connect with people. And Steve's a person that I'm really grateful to connect with. And hopefully I can help him in any way. If you guys are looking for help starting a podcast or starting anything, reach out to me. My Instagram is Angelo underscore Kelly one and also at better than yesterday pod pod and you can reach out to me there. I'd love to help you guys. Anything you need, seriously, reach out to me. If you did like the show, make sure to give it a five-star rating on iTunes. Leave a review, something that you liked about uh, Steve or me, just anything. Uh, I'd be truly appreciative if you could do that. So thank you guys so much for listening. 
I hope you have an awesome week. I hope your Monday is going good, and I will talk to you guys next week.